Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's <laughs> this week's episode of Play Pause Media Podcast. It's me, Steph. I'm laughing as per usual. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why it. I can't get it together. Damn it, Steph! We've tried this opening a hundred times, a hundred times, and you can't know. get it right. What's it's funny on? every time. It's funny every time. I don't know why, but here we are. It is <laughs> Wednesday, October 6th, um, and you My are dudes. probably listening to this on Thursday, <sighs> October 7th. Yeah, it's Wednesday, my dudes. What's up? What's going on? What do we got? How's everyone's week yo, going? Yo, yo, yo. Oh, man. We got a whole lineup of things today. There's yeah, a lot to question, talk man. about. I mean, I'm on vacation, so my week's going actually pretty great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, so I'm that was not. our show. Uh, we'll see you back. No, I'm just <laughs> Thanks so much for joining. <laughs> we got places to be, things to do. Thanks for tuning in. I don't, so get up. Neither do you. Um... <laughs> But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Well, let's start off with the gaming world again <laughs> this year, this week, this month, sure. this Games. day. Um, because so much has happened in there. Not really. Nothing that really matters to me. So. Not a lot. Uh, it's more Nintendo news than anything. That's yeah. why I said it didn't matter yeah. to me. So, uh, <laughs> tell us the world about it, Matt. Tell us all about it. Me? Yeah. I thought you wanted to talk about it. No, not this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Alex's favorite game is finally done development. Uh, Super Smash Brothers on the Switch, a game that he has put so many hours into uh, and definitely owns. Um, it it's done. It's over. They've they've uh, they're set to release the final. Are you going to tell character. everyone what the game is called? Super Smash Brothers. I don't think. Did you say it? Because I don't think you said it. I don't think I mean, you said it, was it either. Implied. But I think everyone. Yeah, I mean, what if we got new listeners? To this show. <laughs> what if we got new listeners you know you never know they don't know me that well maybe i just hate um, everything that may work i mean i do hate so everything super so. smash well, you do, brothers so. not super smash bros super smash brothers ultimate released its final character on october 18th it is the 82nd character which is just insane if you really start to think mm-hmm. about just how many like different playable character options you have in a game um 82nd character they are bringing Sora from the Kingdom Hearts series, the main character, which is funny for me because I actually started playing Kingdom Hearts, like the original, just in the past like, couple of weeks. Um, and I'm going to go through and play number two and number three is my plan. Uh, so it's really funny for me that I've been sitting here playing these games and then I open up YouTube yesterday and I see Sora and I'm thinking, oh, there's like a Kingdom Hearts like trailer for some reason popping up on my YouTube. I guess they're like surfacing or scanning what games I'm playing now. Nope, this is a new video and it's all about it's the last characters. So um yeah. I like I mean like the the reactions are kind of mixed on this. Um mm-hmm. since this is your favorite game, Alex, tell us your thoughts on this being the final character. I was watching the trailer ish thing. And I was just laughing the whole time because I'm like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to yeah. do it. And then I saw it. And then I heard the Disney music. And I was like, they're definitely not doing it. And then I, they didn't do it. And I was like, losers. And I was like, ah, it kind of makes sense because it's one of Nintendo's biggest launches last year. But still, really? But, you know, well, I guess it makes sense because they're 
There's the whole, you know, what do you, would you do with Luigi anyways? You can't release new maps with him because, you know, most of his maps are Wario-based anyways, I would assume. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they pick somebody that you can do a lot more with. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I mean, if they picked Wa- Waluigi, that would have been, like, the ultimate troll, right? It, like, it would have been, like, the, hey, like, people have been asking for this from day one. We made you wait until, what, three years after the game's release before you got it, right? Like... Uh, and you're right. Like, there's not like, there's not a lot of content to come with a character like Waluigi. It's kind of just like, all right, he's such a... finally you gave him to us. What a yeah. like going out with a real bang, right? I think that it should have unless been... they decide, you know, hey, we're also announce at the same time a new game. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. stuff. Go ahead. No, that could have been super cool because, like you said, there's not a whole lot that you could have done with Waluigi, but also to end the game off with like, I don't know who this character is that you're talking about. I don't play mm. most video games, but like for me, if you're going to, if you're going to sort of like end an era, it should be with someone important and it should have been a Mario character in my opinion, but whatever. I mean, like I, I guess, yeah, Mario character. I guess sense. it is what it is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, Apparently, um, back during the the Smash Brothers Wii U and 3DS days before Ultimate was out, um, Nintendo submitted a survey to people like fans of the game. And apparently, at that time, so this is going back quite a while now, like uh, like 2013, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, at that time, the number one fan requested character was Sora. So, really, that was like their their. Um, reason for like working really hard working with because Sora is a uh, so the Kingdom Hearts games for anybody who doesn't know Steph included um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is a a a co-produced series between Disney Uh, so you've got Mickey Mouse you've got Donald Duck you've got all those characters and worlds from Disney and Pixar um, combined with Square Enix the folks who make Final Fantasy so it's basically a mashup of the Final Fantasy series and Disney characters and worlds. Uh, So Sora is very much kind of like looks the part of many Final Fantasy characters, but with some like Disney-fied elements. So he's got kind of like the big feet, right? He's got like, you know, more of a like a a cartoony, like welcoming character uh, than what many of the, the Final Fantasy characters would be. But mm-hmm. the actual gameplay, you're running around, you're, it's an action adventure, it's an RPG, you're leveling up, you have attacks, you have magic, um, you use items. So it plays out like some Final Fantasy games. So the reason why people love it is when you're going through, you're actually going to like meeting up with Tarzan in the Lost Jungle. You meet up with Hercules at the Coliseum. You get to see these characters and work with them and alongside them. And that's what people love about the series. Um, and, you know, for anybody who like, Ram that if you haven't played it, they're also bringing out the trilogy on Switch. Uh, they haven't given a release date yet, but oh, you'll be able cool. to play um, one, two, and three on the Switch uh, likely later this year. So um, mm. yeah, it's it's really exciting considering these are like one and two came out on the PS2. Like that's how old um, those games are. Three just came out a few years ago. Mixed reception, but it was well, the first one. Out, like, last Toy year, Story. Didn't it? Did it come out? Last Three's year? been out. I want to say it's been longer than a year, but well, they like, released it hasn't a new been, one, didn't they? Or was the remake? It hasn't been out that long. Yeah, like Final Fantasy, or sorry, Kingdom Hearts three came out in the last, probably the last two years. I don't think it was last year. You like, you could be right, but I, I thought it was earlier than that. Um, two thousand nineteen. Uh, yeah. It's on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on Game Pass, so that's where I'm going to play it on my Xbox. Since you know, I don't have to buy it. I can just 
get it through my subscription. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is coming to to the Switch, uh, which is exciting. Um, it is a cool series, uh, a lot of fan service. If if you like Disney movies, if you like Pixar movies, um, you go to all those worlds, you get to interact with those characters, which is fun. So yeah, that that's their whole thing is that the survey came out in the like the mid to 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. People said, yeah, Thor, that's the character we want. But the thing is, like, we're how many years later, like seven, eight years later, and now you finally get it. I understand working with Disney probably wasn't easy. It was probably really expensive to get this character. Um, but I like I think there were characters that at this point in 2021, people wanted more. And, you know, we did get the Doom Guy skin for the me character. So that was one big character people wanted was to play as Doom Guy, the guy from Doom. Um, right. You know, there was this whole like. You can Google it. Uh, everybody had Isabella from Animal Crossing and Doom Guy as like, best, like BFFs, and there was a whole like whole fan thing about it. There's drawings all over the place them together, and people really thought, "Oh, that would be sweet to have Doom Guy and Isabella side by side in Smash." Um, we got them in the form of a me character skin, which is fine, but it's not the same, you know. Um, there are many other characters as well. People wanted to see like Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Um, they just really hoped for like this, like most amazing version of super smash brothers ever it's going to be the last one this director does he has done them all every single smash brothers since 1999 he has been the man behind it he is retiring he will not make another smash brothers game so like this Mm -hmm. is kind of the end of an era and i feel like you know maybe it's because kingdom hearts 3 wasn't as successful as we wanted and so we're not as excited to have sora but it does feel like a bit of a eh, you know like like it could have gone off a little bit better it is what it is. Yeah, it is what I don't it is. even. It is I, what it is. It is what it is. I don't even play the game, and I feel the same way. So that sucks. Yeah, like we'll we'll see. Like from what I understand, um, he's going to be a more of an entry level character, somebody that you know fans or maybe people that aren't as familiar with the controls of the game or are new to the game will be able to pick up and learn how to play more quickly than other characters. Um, that's the kind of like the general idea with this character, um, but. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all she wrote. To be honest, I haven't played a lot in the last year and a half since COVID just because it was a game that I played a lot in person with other people. It was that's how I most like to play it. Playing it online mm-hmm. with people is not the same. Uh, all you know, all the things that you do with online where you're expecting to have really tight controls. And when you play online, you lose some of that. There's delays because of network issues. Uh, interruptions and traffic so you can't be as precise and on point as you would if you were just playing on a couch beside somebody um so i haven't put in as much time into some of the new characters they've released since you know the pandemic started and all that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. but you know i'd love to have one final hoorah of this game try out some of these <laughs> new characters test out sora see what he's like firsthand but yeah october 18th there we go boom that's not Shot too far away boom. yeah it's not. It's not. We're pretty close. Um, a couple other gaming news. Uh, so Amazon has actually released a video game, their own video game. Amazon uh, is getting into that world. They have released a massively multiplayer online game. Um, it's basically like a PvP game. It's not like really like a big story where you're going off and you know collaborating. You're really um, playing against other people actively, um, and it's 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 huge. It's actually gaining like it's it has massive uh, amounts of user traffic trying to sign up again to this game to the point that Amazon actually had to temporarily halt new user sign-ons, which you would never think a company would want to do that. Like preventing people from being able to like get into your like 
your like big new game and yet they had to because they just could not keep up with the demand um i haven't looked into it too too much it's called new world um hmm. but yeah apparently it's all the rage right now interesting yeah. um yeah new world is it worth buying that's pretty much all the youtube videos are called so <laughs> if that doesn't uh, say we were talking about we were talking about the Super Mario Land uh, that Universal Studios is working on fairly recently. Um, oh, yeah. Word on the street is the Pokemon Company has been chatting with Universal Studios Japan. And while no details have come from it, I think we can all uh, agree we know where this is going. You know, Nintendo World Super Mario Land was only the beginning of their mm-hmm. theme park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's expected to be a much larger theme park, and it seems to me like we're going to have a Pokemon theme park, which makes me want to go even more. <laughs> oh my god, imagine it's Can you like imagine Pokemon Ram Snap? playing some real-life Pokemon Snap? Wow! Yes! That would be amazing. Yeah, would so weird. that. It's weird that they uh, Universal, that they would do something with Universal, but that's interesting. Who- who did the um, the Detective Pikachu movie? Was that not Universal? No, it's Warner Bros. Well, it was Legendary, who own, who's owned by Warner Bros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't have their own really big. They do they don't have, have the their theme. own. They have their own little small thing, but it's not like a big, big thing like Universal. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> um, yes, some other quick stuff. Um, you know, we've talked about like Castlevania games before. Um, and, you know, there's a new Metroid coming out this Friday, Metroid Dread, uh, which is actually getting incredible reviews. Getting like, it got a 9 out of 10 on IGN. Um, many are calling it the so hardest just, Switch what? game you can buy and the best <laughs> game this year on the Switch. Alex? I, I was going to say, I'm going to, when we get to Venom, we'll talk about why I think IGN's losing their fucking minds, but that's fine. Okay, okay. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, no, but in general, I've checked multiple review sites, and it seems like um, Metroid Dread is expected to be the game to buy this year if you want to switch. Um, it's supposedly, you know, one of the best Metroid games ever released, uh, and it comes out this Friday. Uh, but the reason why I'm talking about it is um, typically when you talk about games in this category where they're side-scrolling adventures, and they've got these big, mm-hmm. sprawling maps, and you have to double back when you get new abilities later, and you can access areas that you previously couldn't access... Oftentimes, they're referred to as Metroidvania games because Metroid and Castlevania were like the de facto standard. They were the ones that made this genre back in the Nintendo and Super Nintendo days. You know, the the the, the game, the type of games people really wanted to play. Um, Resident Evil, uh, the most recent one, 8, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of people are really enjoying it. Uh, I think it's actually called Resident Evil Village, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, there's there's a fan project that came out and you can actually play it right now online on itch.io it's called uh, resident vania and it takes <laughs> resident evil village and it puts it into like a castlevania style game um totally free to play uh it looks super cool i haven't had a chance to play it yet i just caught wind of it earlier today um it, it, and you just play it in, in your web browser and yeah it looks pretty cool uh i might be checking it out later tonight so i'll let you know how it goes yeah that's cool. super cool. awesome because I only play things either on the Switch or with my web browser. So I'm pumped yeah, that yeah. I can actually give there it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> actually, uh, the, something cool about that, uh, we didn't have this in the notes for today, but um, the Xbox um, got a recent update 
for their internet browser on the Xbox. So typically if you've used an internet browser on anything other than a computer or like a smartphone or a tablet, it's usually shit, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how, like if you guys have spent much time trying out internet browsers on like a television or on like a PlayStation or something, they're usually terrible. Uh, One part of it is they don't get hardware acceleration. So, you know, those very like basic things you expect from a web browser in terms of performance just isn't there. They feel super leggy. You're like, how is this piece of technology so bad when I have things that can run a web browser and do it so much better? Um, Microsoft apparently is finally listening and they're like, oh, people want to use their Xbox as a PC and have a functioning internet browser. Yeah. So they did the bare minimum and they put in things like hardware acceleration and support for like, it's basically running on Chromium, which means you can play Flash games on your Xbox on your browser now, which means you could probably play this Metroidvania game on your xbox <laughs> yeah that's oh, awesome. i know the browser their, their browser it's there but it only if they need it to use it so it's like you fit on yeah it's a link or something yeah it's but, more like a like a webkit like in the moment you need to do like a like a like a login to something right if they send it to you um, yeah, yeah it's, it's if they there. if they launch it yeah 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 whereas like this is like a full-on um i think it's called like the microsoft edge browser and it's actually a legit thing you can use Linus tech tips did a whole video on it earlier this week showing like they were like um, playing emulators online, old Nintendo games, all kinds of things they found online they were doing. And they're just like, wow, it actually works. You can, you could literally, because the Xbox also has mouse and keyboard support. You could use your Xbox as a PC now, like legitimately, (laughs) Um, Hmm. which is kind of cool. Like think about like, you know, the future kids going to, to school, buy them an Xbox. Now they have something to keep themselves entertained and they can do their schoolwork on it because they can access things like um, Google Docs and slides and sheets, all that kind of stuff. All those productivity tools that are all web-based, plus you know any internet browsing for you know suitable for work and not suitable for work. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I think uh, <laughs> uh, we don't need it. Anyways, um, moving on. Moving on from that. What else we got in gaming? There's not really much more going on in the gaming Ooh. world. I mean, there's one more thing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Give her, bud. Well, please. It's, it's still it's still it's still Nintendo. Um this Friday alongside Metroid Dread, uh Nintendo's finally releasing the OLED Switch, which we've talked about before and uh early impressions have been coming out throughout this week. Right. And so far it sounds like if you have a Switch, don't bother. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's that's the general consensus it's kind of like if you're finally getting to the switch game yeah this is the switch sure. to buy yeah no questions asked it is better in just about mm-hmm. every way if you already have a switch it is not worth the upgrade because you're getting the same performance it is the same like you're getting a nicer package you're getting a better kickstand that actually opens up more like um gives you uh, better angles to play from like you can actually more or less lie it almost flat and just kind of have it slightly lifted on a table so like you can sit above it and you're not having to like look straight down you can have it like slightly tilted back like mm-hmm. it, the, the kickstand's much better the screen's obviously larger it's brighter you get better black levels because it's an oled you have better battery life that's it you're not getting faster performance you're not getting like a ps4 pro type of upgrade there's no 4k coming from this so it's kind of like you know what this could have been out two years ago. <laughs> like the the hardware you th- you're getting realistically. It's not any better. How do you guys feel about the current switch battery life? Because that I think is like the, 
for me, the main thing, right? Like I want to be able to leave it not charging for mm. days and days and days and have it not deplete completely. I went to play some Mario golf the other day while I was watching TV and doing laundry and it had been sitting just like yep. on my table or whatever for a while and it was completely dead. And I was like, but I haven't used it in days. And when I did yeah. use it last, it was for like 10 minutes and whatever. So like that kind of bothers me. I don't love that there's not a like fully powered yep. down mode. It's just kind of you go into sleep mode and that's that. So maybe that battery life thing could be could be yeah. beneficial, but I don't know if it's worth, you know, a complete upgrade of the of the whole system, but could be a good Yeah. A good I I, I thing. agree. Um the like you can fully shut down your switch, but then like again, you're not getting those software updates in the background, all those like mm-hmm. nice tabs. But you would think Nintendo would figure out like a difference between like when your console is docked and switch and in sleep mode. Yeah, do all the downloads, do all the updates. Then if it's not sure. plugged into a power charger, maybe just put it into like a hibernate state where it's not really doing much of anything. Maybe it's it, it it's aware of updates, but it's not like actively downloading it. So it's not like you said, burning through your battery. Cause like, yeah, if you're traveling and whatnot, you just want to toss in your bag, I guess you're not going to have Wi-Fi, So it's not going to be able to do a lot of those things, but still like you would think it would have a better standby than that. Right. Like, yeah, I think yeah, of an yeah, iPad, yeah, totally. for example, or a Mac yep. or like a MacBook. I can mm-hmm. put those in sleep. And I know for at least a couple, like a week or two, I'm still going to have charge the next time I go to it. And mm-hmm. those also still connect in the background or are still doing things in the background. So it's like, yeah. come on, Nintendo, you can, you can do better at this, right? That's what I mean. Like, I just think it's crazy that it depletes so quickly when I'm haven't touched it in days, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just sitting there. And anyway, so maybe the, maybe the improved battery life will be a, a good sort of upgrade. But again, I don't think it's anything that's yeah. worth, like you said, upgrading completely from current switch to, Oh, OLED switch, whatever you called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it, yeah. It, I don't know. It really does sound like if 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 you don't have one and you want to get a switch now, buy that one. Get the OLED. If you can find yeah. one, because apparently they're really hard to get. Um, but otherwise, it's a pass for the most part. It seems. That's fair. Cool. I mean, that's that yeah. save me like six hundred bucks. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's Nintendo for you. Just you know, that's Nintendo being basic, basic, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. sometimes uh, it does feel like they play to the two to their own horn. Honestly, like they, there are many times where you scratch your head at Nintendo. And you're like, why are you doing this? Like, it seems like you're being different for the sake of being different. You're not actually like trying to be better. You're just trying to like innovate for the sake of innovation. But like, like they've also, clearly really for years innovating. now. I mean, like they, they do at times, like if you think of the switch, like the actual switch, it was an innovation, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody else thought to make their home console a portable device, right? It was always yeah, you so either make cool. a portable device <laughs> or you make a home console. You don't do both in one. And Nintendo actually did it pretty damn well. Like for mm-hmm. the time frame it came out in, the thing is like the, it, it truly is awesome. Yeah, it feels a little dated now because technology has improved so much. But for the time and like, a lot of the games that are still coming up for it, I'm very satisfied with playing games on my Switch, whether it's in handheld or on a TV, right? I think yeah. it's about time they release a 4K variant, but that's innovation. It's just like, why is it taking so long for them to get some of these like basic things out? Like Again, this model really should have been out two years ago. Like OLED has been on 
uh, phone screens for years. Um, you know, the kickstand that wasn't like a revelation that could have been done in the original switch release. You know what I mean? Like I, I I almost think that OLED could have been done in the original switch. It was, it was mm, possible then probably it would have been more expensive, Um, but yeah. 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 Could have been, could have been a thing though. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I always feel like Nintendo just kind of like, I don't want to say does the bare minimum, but sometimes it feels like they're doing the bare minimum to, they know that people are going to buy their products because they're Nintendo. Right. Um, like you guys are always arguing about Xbox or PlayStation. Like those arguments Mm. happen amongst a lot of people. Whereas Nintendo fans are Nintendo fans and they're just going to buy it. The shit, no matter what it's kind of like Mac, right? Like if you're an Apple Mac Mm. fan, you will buy whatever essentially like, what's coming out you're gonna buy into it um Mm -hmm. whereas like pc like users are not necessarily gonna cave to that where it's like i i think i can like kind of put Nintendo. tell me what dell diehards are out there like i'm an hp diehard right like it's just not a thing i love my i love my hp laptop like what i'm using (laughs) right now it's the best thing i've ever owned in my whole life yeah no i don't feel that way it's a computer whereas people Mm -hmm. i had a customer the other day that insisted on every time he talked about his computer he was asking about you know how to hook whatever um up to his computer and he had to say macbook pro every time and i'm like okay bud i get it you have a macbook pro like calm down i don't need to hear it every single time you talk about your computer but that's mac not every mac person obviously like we are all apple people not me so much anymore but it was back in the day and like yeah we're mac people but we don't need feel the need to say mac every time macbook pro like the whole thing every time, but a lot of them are. A lot of Mac users are like that, and a lot of I think Nintendo users are like, Nintendo's the best thing ever. It will always be the best, and so I think Nintendo just knows that they can do whatever they want to do, whether it's an amazing you know feat of engineering, if you will, like the Switch, or they release some Super Smash Bros. character that no one cares about. People will buy into it. And that's that. So I think maybe that's their mentality. They're like, whatever, we can do nothing or everything and it'll be fine. (laughs) Yep. There's always a demographic for something, I think. Is what you're saying, basically. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I get what you're saying. But maybe that's not the way to convey it. Who knows? From my point, I didn't say it. Anyways, moving on. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. All of that. You know. TV? Let's look we move in the TV. Cause you know what? Why not? Why the heck not, eh? So episode eleven of uh, Ted Lasso, what do we think? What do we got? What do we got? You know, our classic Ted Lasso. We only got one more two more episodes. Well, one more episode to talk oh, about boy. after this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So get your heart felt out. I'm gonna have to assume Steph hasn't watched it. You're correct, sir. All right. <laughs> so, Graham, I'd love to hear your thoughts on where the show is going. I honestly forgot. I forgot. Wow. Um, I had a this bit of literally a... the only thing we talk about. <laughs> I know. Um, I I have no. And you're gonna love the opening no... of this episode. Like you would love it. I don't know how you didn't oh watch God. it. Like it was like I don't know. I forgot. I forgot about Ted Lasso. Like I don't know. I had a busy weekend as per usual. Um. 
and uh, I just straight up forgot. I'm sorry, everyone. I I will be back next week with my review of the season finale. The last two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one episode, without spoiling anything... Is you can up spoil to, it. I don't care. Well, I so I watch. Everyone dies. Well, every, not every, like half. it's a big hello, hello, helicopter crash, and it's a whole thing. It's an anyways. Um, it's not true. That doesn't happen. Team's gone. <laughs> you know, they got so rebuild. I, I think I, I've learned that they shoot on a green screen. I think they shoot on a green screen or something like for the soccer stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, obviously the big arenas they do, but I, yeah. Even when they're in their home field, I feel like they're shooting on green. Like, so I've seen a lot of behind the scenes, and they're all just like in this big room that's just blue so maybe it's a blue screen interesting <laughs> maybe they do maybe they don't i know obviously the big like the big arena ones they do obviously are green screen mm-hmm. but anyways there's this one was interesting you know it sets up for a lot for the finale and for whatever's gonna happen next season um depending on what comes of what happened of this episode i can't really say much more without <laughs> really spoiling it um you can say whatever you want to if say. you haven't like, watched I'm it like gonna... stuff it, it really focuses on like it just focuses on the relationship between ted and the doctor and sam and the team basically so Ooh, sam is very big fun roy and yeah Keely. so that's a big Keely. one i kind of got mad yeah. at that point in the story because i was like <laughs> i don't really care oh my gosh like, if, but uh, <laughs> well, I think a lot of people do really care about that. I, I know, and I, I just don't that, care. So. I just well, maybe it's because you know <laughs> I will never experience that in my life. Apparently, so um, oh, 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 never but, say never. Uh, moving Justin on, Justin Bieber once said, uh, <laughs> "Yes, because I'm going to take my life situations from Justin Bieber." Um, I think he's got to figure please, it out. You know, he's please he's, don't. He's done a lot of stuff. He's got. He's had some hard times, and now he's. Maybe figured. I don't know. I don't pay attention to pop culture. I don't know what he's doing with his I mean, life. If I wrote a song called "Baby, Baby, Baby," I would make millions of dollars too. I guess. I guess he didn't write it. Anyways, I don't know why he we're talking about just, right. Justin Bieber. Anyways, I know. who knows? At twelve? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Probably Benny Blanco. It's a pretty wrote basic it. song. Benny Blanco probably fucking wrote like he writes everything. <laughs> um. Anyways. So that was Ted Lasso. It was a good episode. It wasn't, you know, it's it was a good a, episode, yeah. You know, it's uh, it is what it is. It definitely was not a filler episode. It was intended to like set up for the finale, the right? finale, like was, and what could be of next season, yeah. Um, and it, it, it is tying up some of the things that we've seen throughout the season that maybe in the moment felt a bit one-offish. In some cases, it felt very foreshadowy. Um, this episode really started to tie a lot of those things together. Mm-hmm. A lot of those threads that were written for the season so far. And a lot of starting questions to really still. be like, okay, we really have an idea of what we should expect from the finale. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also a lot of open things like there is with yeah. Roy specifically and that thing. Oh and if the team God, he's is going to be back in the premier league, you know, <gasps> that that's what I'm invested in. I want to know. Yeah. You know, yeah, and with Matt, you uh, don't care Nathan, about the team. All you care about is Roy. Which so where it was building up to this whole. Yeah, that whole thing. that caught me. You know, it shouldn't have caught me as off guard at the end as it did. But like the 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 bit of betrayal. If it you made will, sense when occurred. You see what he does, like you know when it happens with him, and then he um, knew that betrayal was coming. I shouldn't say betrayal because that kind of gives stuff away. But um, <laughs> you said it first. Don't. I quote myself. I did say it first, but by you saying it gives it away, because <laughs> we started talking more. I think. 
but uh, it, it was bound to happen. Like there was something that yeah, was Nate yeah. that Nate was going to go overboard with something somewhere. You could just yeah, you could tell from the beginning of the season he he just he was um, yeah like you know especially when Roy taking came on. the way he would treat the the water boy right yeah um, like his his former role he would treat them very poorly. Um, it was like every every opportunity he's been given he's been. Not just taking it, but it's it, like he's been taking everything for granted, right? Well, he's, he, he's, he's got a point to prove too. Like I can see his point of view a little definitely. bit, definitely. Because like you see, they were like you see in some of the flashbacks from this episode, or for right before the show, like that the team teasing him, right? Like especially the guy he harps on a lot. What's his name? Um, the one player, uh, I can't remember, but he harps on him a lot because that guy used to bother him a lot when he was before Ray, yeah. Roy said uh to leave them alone it it is interesting though how like you know he's kind of like that that um that teen that rebellious teen in many ways you know he he might have parents that think they're helping them but it's a bit misguided they're not following up and then so the teen you know gets the slap on the wrist and in the moment's like yeah whatever and then when the moment you turn your back they're like doubling down they're like actually going deeper into that hole um and they're starting to do things that are kind of nasty behind your back uh you know really against that whole like idea of authority and it's just Mm -hmm. like it's 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 intense like his character there's a lot there there's a lot of like yeah like throughout the whole um, season um you've seen a lot like beard noticing it too as well slowly yep and calling him out yeah trying to hold him accountable so it should have been something he should have said to Ted, and I think that's what's going to help, not help Agreed. a lot. When he was like, well, oh, yeah, nothing to worry right. about. When he's like, when yeah, Ted asked him, is yeah. something I should worry about? And he's like, no, he should have told him. Totally. Um, You're so right. But not that Ted would probably catch on anyways, but Ted has been kind of catching it a little bit. You see in his reactions. You see the facial expressions, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like where he kind of looks, he's like, oh, that was a little but off, but Ted's it, not I, I trust to... that Beard's got this, or I trust yeah. that so-and-so is taking care of this. Like Ted addresses things when he feels he needs to address it, and I think beard truth probably really thought that he had He's been taken care of it, it and yeah. yeah it's gonna be really interesting now that ted knows kind of what has happened who has done these things it's gonna be interesting how ted deals with not just nate directly but how he deals with beard as a result and like even the beginning of the episode with nate and like how roy and beard speak to him like what are you talking about you know what i mean like calling him on his like his shit a little bit when he was making trying to make that point of like oh but if we do this work you know where's our recognition it's like well that's the job yeah right? so, so which makes sense that's the job of every manager to an owner right like it's like you know absolutely what it is yep but yep as some people don't get that and i get like in a sports industry yep. when you're um trying to be the star in any sense of the word especially in like yep. when you're in a like we we idolize a little more hockey here. Well, they idolize football over there or soccer, uh, mm-hmm. as they would, mm-hmm. as we call it. And uh, you can see where the stardom is, right? Like when you're in that yeah. position and you think you know better, you want the the best for you want to be best for you. Which I mean, yeah. In those sports, it is a cut dry thing. You have to play for yourself sometimes, and I get that. But there's also other ways to work your way up. I would yeah, assume totally. But it is written the way it's written. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I forget this is a show, and I think it's like real life. They're my best friends, and I'm I'm concerned. Also, I'm waiting on my jersey to come in, so you know, there's that. Okay, um, <laughs> sure. If that's what you want, 
We'll get you a jersey, Matt. We'll get you a jersey. You know what? I, I think I just had an epiphany. I think I'm going to have to go as Ted for, for Halloween this year. Matt, mm. all you have to do well, is grow a fucking mustache. I've told you this. Well, I have a yeah, mustache. Exactly. You literally Actually, I are him. It. I shouldn't have trimmed it. Um, there are some less positive notes about him that you don't. He's not as po- You're not as positive as he is. Like you oh, but I can put it out. But you don't work a lot of like references as much as he does. <laughs> like literally his life is references. You have some. Don't get me wrong. And your puns are you're up there. But you know, I I think I can make this I work. think you're a little bit more down to earth than he is. I guess that's more of a positive for you than him. Maybe. You know, mama always said that if if you just try hard enough, you you can make it work. And I I I think I can try hard enough. So. What now see is that try. Ted Dan, is that Ted Lasso or is that fucking um oh, Forrest? I I ain't going no. Like Life I is like a box of chocolates. It sounded pretty you know? much the same there. I don't know. I don't really have a difference here. I found something out recently about Forrest Gump and how uh, Tom Hanks found that voice. And it yeah, was... Yeah, I know so the story. Yeah, the yeah. actor who portrayed the... Okay, so Alex knows. Ram, do you know this story? No, I don't. No. Okay, so um, the actor that they picked to be young Forrest Gump in the movie, um, he had never acted before he was never like it's just was not a, a thing this is his mm-hmm. very first opportunity to be in a major film they found this kid and it was how he spoke that tom based actual oh, forces like voice because so nice. like the director was like <laughs> well we're gonna have to fix this and he's like we're gonna People have to get him with this and then tom's like well no he's from here so why don't i just learn how to talk like him and then so tom just kind of adapted it and uh Moved it on. I think the director yeah, was Spielberg. So I think it was, wasn't it? Or yeah, was it was it Spielberg. Rod, uh, it was Spielberg and Tom that got this movie that got Forrest Gump done. Yeah, it was a passion project. Oh no, 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 no you're right. Back it to was, the Future was, director uh, Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's a quick little slump there. Um, what mm-hmm. else we got on the mm-hmm. TV board there? We got Only Murderers in the Building that came out last week, and then there's another episode this week. Um, I'm so far behind on that show. I'm just going to have to binge all of the episodes Jesus. to catch up at this point. You said that last week. Um, <laughs> this guy. I do you guys, things. Man, you guys. The both of you. I have, a, I have not watched um, this right. Based on, uh, I'm just going to say super quick. Based on what you guys are going to be talking about for the next few mi- minutes, I'm going to go grab a drink, and I'll be back. Wow, I just didn't know we could just leave the podcast like this, but that's fine. Um, nope, that's fair. Um, uh, I have anyways, not watched the Steph, have latest. You watched the latest episode? Oh, my internet! I am so sorry, oh my everyone, God, but my internet is super laggy. Um, I'm really trying to keep up, but uh, it's just not happening. So all my responses are super delayed. But anyway, um, I have not watched the latest episode, but I am caught up otherwise. Uh, so yeah. I think we talked about it last week, so it doesn't really matter, but I'm super obsessed. I love this show so much, and I'm really excited to watch this week. So many questions in the new one, and then you're just like, ugh, there's so much things going on. And then uh, new things that happen so this week. And, oh, man. You can talk about it anyway. It keeps, never tells me. Yeah, well, Disney no, Plus is weird that way. For everyone. But because this is a. Because it is like, you know, a thriller. Um. You know, a little bit, yeah, with the murder mystery and the. So you not a thriller. It's mystery. like a mystery, th- yeah. So you want to know what's going on. I don't want to give everything uh, away. 
you know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, was it good? Well, that doesn't help. So I'm trying to figure out how many episodes are episodes. Yeah, this episode. So this one, so there's two more episodes after last week's or this week's, which was on Tuesday. I came out on Tuesday. Okay. Um. So there's this one's really good. This one, like, you know, it dives a lot more into from the last one. You find a lot more out about the situation on the rooftop from the last episode. Um, Ooh. Which and it was a very. Um, a very interesting so let's talk about last week real quick last week's one was uh they shot it it was a very creative way of shooting that episode some people didn't like it i know you didn't really enjoy the way they shot it stuff i but, hated it um, but with the uh, they took away a lot of the audible audio from it um which yeah when you watch the episode it makes sense um without getting more into it they kind of explain a little more for that in the next episode um they get to a point at the end of the last episode, like you kind of, it's a big, you know, um, cliffhanger, and they kind of follow that up, obviously, right away, and it's it's pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. Which I mean, every episode, there's still two more episodes, so obviously this one ends on with a cliff, another cliffhanger, and uh, and it just keeps going and going. So, Matt, from what Oof. you have seen, I don't remember what the last thing you've seen. Who do you think killed Is Tim the killer? Ooh. Ooh, and and. I guess, um, because like okay, going into like these murder mystery type like shows and whatnot, sure. I feel in many cases they try to like give you a lot of the the puzzle pieces early on. Am I correct in that assumption? Well, Am I, I won't lie should, to you. There like, is a way. So the show's not over yet. Um, sure. There is an idea of how he died, and then there isn't. Okay. So I won't say much sure. more without giving away, but. Uh, I won't say the 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 case is closed yet. Okay, okay. Um, do you feel, in your opinion, though, that in the first episode I was given enough information that I theoretically, if this was no. a game of Clue, could figure out the who done it? So no, no. there's uh, there is a character <laughs> that hasn't been introduced until like third or fourth episode. Maybe and are they fifth. like a crucial? They are crucial to the story eventually, yeah, of the murder. Mm, but mm, I can't okay, really say okay. much more than so, that. So the only character I feel like I don't have very much information on is the white hoodie character that was going up the okay. stairs as everybody was leaving. Um, obviously, guy. that's kind of suspicious, but I think that's the obvious choice at the same time, right? Mm. I think that's kind of like a like too foreshadowy, even though that we don't see their face, so I don't actually know who it is at this point. Um that that's certainly like a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the cat guy can't be the killer because he can't see blood, unless it's a facade. But I don't think so. Ooh. I don't think it's that guy. Um, it's very. Yeah, I don't very, know. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot they're throwing us off on a lot of things, especially in this next this next episode. Well, actually, no, that makes sense at the end. Now that I watch it, okay, the one scene I was thinking about, and then I remember <laughs> what happens at the end, and then it makes sense. Um, <laughs> so there's still a lot going on. And there's still a lot of questions. So it makes mm. you really wonder who it was. And that's why I like the show. Forget everything else. It's just like it is well written to make you wonder who is who. Because I still can't figure out yeah. who did it. And I feel like we it's somebody we've seen. Obviously, it's somebody we've seen. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. which one? I think, I think it's... And like... Um, I think it's what's her name, Selena Gomez's character, whose name I can't remember. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, 
I think it is like Starts she already a. lied. Um, so she already lied about her relationship with him. What? Like, and already knowing him. And yeah. Yeah. I just think it's like she's a little bit too sneaky. She's too sneaky. <laughs> That's all. But, you know, you see why she's closed off about it later, earlier in the season, right? So, because um, yeah, he tells well, her. Well, I don't know if Matt have seen this part yet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's so hard to say. It's hard to say what Matt has seen because I don't remember. Matt, catch up by next week or I swear to God. It's you too, Steph. Yeah. You do it on a I Wednesday. Will. It comes oh, out on a Tuesday. <laughs> God damn it. Um, anyways, moving on before I get more raged. Survivor last week was a good one. Um, yep. This week, we, this week, I just watched today's episode uh, today. It was a very good one all around. New twist that they introduced at the very beginning. And then all around, they voted out the right person, I think. I won't say much more than that. So when that happens, it's a good episode. And it and I can't say if it was my guy or somebody else's guy because I could ruin I was it for Steph, say, so I don't want to say more than that. Can you tell me if it was my guy or not? No. Don't ruin it. I can no, tell you. Never mind. That it I don't want to know. Guy. No, don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Okay. Anyways, moving on for Survivor. We got Mass Singer last week. I lost a guy, so that sucked. Um, in my <laughs> TV tennis league, the Dalmatian. I would have never figured out that was Tyga. So I don't even know. I don't think no. I know a Tyga song. I know who he is. He's a rapper of some sort. But. Anyways, I really love that Nicole. And then we got the season finale of What If They came out today. Sorry, go on, Seth. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's such there's such a huge delay right now. I don't even know what's going on. Go on. What about Nicole? I I don't like her, so you go on. No, am I going to move on then? Um. (laughs) Anyways. Matt, what if? Did you watch it? What if? I did. I did. Have you? I have. Steph, did you watch any of it? Nope. <laughs> the show, you mean, not the episode. <laughs> All right. Well. That, the, her internet just decided that she doesn't belong here anymore. <laughs> apparently. Is yeah, why, uh, I'm not allowed uh, anymore. The world is the world. I don't I don't. <laughs> Anyway. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a good episode. Uh, it ended the series. It tied a lot of things together, um, which I always enjoy when, you know, a show that felt very episodic and, you know, the only thing connecting it was one character, which was more like a narrator. And suddenly we get to see everything all come together and it's like, oh, okay. They were setting up to something after all, um, which, you know, you could have kind of foreshadowed, but you also at the same time were like, it's just kind of how the show beats at times they just introduce things for the sake of introducing for the sake of what if what could be um i had a lot of fun with it i thought it was a good episode what did you think alex yeah it was okay you know it kind of just like i mean this whole show for me has been like they just rush everything through it they kind of just i mean there's no i mean it's like obviously they don't want to make it too long so i get it but like they just don't point they don't explain some things, but they you just have to use your imagination, which I mean, fair yeah. enough. Um, and they just kind of throw things at you. This one wasn't bad. Like some things just didn't make sense. Like, you know, why wouldn't the, you know, if the watch has seen everything and how it plays out, then why did, you know, he know that not how, why didn't he tell them a certain thing about what happens? You know, 
Um, yeah. With uh, the uh, the uh, thing that uh, Gamora brings. Like, why didn't they, he tell her about that? You know what I mean? Like, obviously he was, yeah. but he doesn't want to intervene, but he kind of already just did it intervene, so yep. ruined the whole thing. Yep. Um, but this <laughs> is just leading up into the next big multiverse movie, I guess, I assume. Um, yeah. Which is what we've already been told. Like, it's building in, like, so I want to see how this plays out. Um, it was surprisingly the only time we've seen Tony Stark live throughout the whole series. Mm. Um, yep, every yep. episode, he generally dies because it's supposed to be a fixed point in <laughs> um, in the MCU. It's supposed to be a fixed point. Yep. But that's the only time we've actually seen him survive through it. So, right. um, which is interesting, to say the yep. least. But they've already announced they're already bringing in what's-her-face? Uh, Ruby? Is it Ruby? No. I don't remember what she's called. Ironheart. We already announced oh, okay. Iron right. and she's going to be, they're already filming her for something. I just don't remember what, um, mm. I think it might be the Marvels, but I could be wrong, but it could also be, um, that Hawkeye one, which is called Hawkeye. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. which they also announced today. There's a spinoff from Hawkeye with one of the characters called Echo. Um, and they already they announced in Echo that they're going to bring back the Daredevil characters. So yeah. they don't they didn't say if they were going to be more promo like they're going to kind of cancel out the canon of the NX like the Netflix shows and rebuild them yeah. with these characters. I think they said they might bring back the same actors if they can. So mm-hmm. and they already announced that the guy who played the Punisher is already coming back as well to play the Punisher. Yes, so, yes, that's going to be so um, good. I think. they didn't say how or when or what. Yeah, so that's so that's hope. I like we uh, um, the guy who plays Kingpin, uh, Vincent, yep. uh, whatever his last name is, I can't remember, um, has been petitioning for the last year to play the character again. So he wants I to mean, play. He him. did it beautifully. People really loved like, his, last uh, season. Not the last season because he wasn't really in it. No, he wasn't in the yeah. last season. Whatever season, like the two seasons he was in, he was fantastic in it. Like he, especially the first mm-hmm. one that was mostly about him. When they brought in his girlfriend, it was kind of like a whole thing. But um, yep, it made him a lot more of the King Penny when he brought in the girlfriend because he got a little more violent, which is great. But I felt like he played him Vincent Derusso or whatever his name was. But he played him really, really well. Um, but then we get to see him get eaten by a Velociraptor in the Lost in uh, Jurassic World, so that's hilarious. Um. What else we got in TV world? I tried to watch, play that Escape the Undertaker game on Netflix. Uh, and? Can't play it on my Apple TV, so. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the same thing with, um, oh, uh, what what was that other interactive one that came out two years ago? The uh, um, the Black Mirror one. Bandersnatch? Yeah. Ba- ba- it was Bandersnatch from Black Mirror, right? It was a Black Mirror Yeah, episode. you had to play it on like an Xbox or like, yeah. or like a web browser. Which is funny because so think- when... You hit play on the, on the Apple TV. It literally tells you yeah. which ones you can play it on. You can play on the streaming device, uh, a different streaming device, mm. apparently, um, like Google Chrome. Uh, you play it on your TV, built-in TV, Netflix. You can play it on your Xbox or PlayStation. But the only thing you can't, and a Google Chrome, but you can't play it on an Apple TV. It's like literally the only thing that you can't play Which on. is so interesting because you can pair a PS5, a PS4, and an Xbox controller to an apple tv 
It, yeah. it natively supports those controllers because it has a whole app store of video games. So like the factor that it doesn't work tells me that either Apple's got a weird thing about like streaming services and what they can can't do on mm-hmm. their platform or Netflix Which just is decided so weird, they didn't it, want to do it. Because I could do it on my iPhone apparently too because it says play it on your phone. And I was just like, what yeah, the that's, heck? That's you know what I mean? Bonkers. Like, and which is funny yeah. when you say like Apple lets you use controllers because it was announced, I think, this week that in 2019, Apple made more money than PlayStation, Xbox, mm-hmm. and uh, Nintendo together on games. Yeah, alone. Um, which is crazy because they're not a gaming system. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I get it. You're at home. Um. So, haven't been able to play that. That came out this week. So, we'll do that. Uh, Peacemaker trailer came out today. A teaser one. It's pretty. Looks pretty funny. Pretty, pretty much his character from the movie from Suicide Squad. So, Steph will enjoy that one for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, what else we got? We got uh, a teaser trailer for the trailer that comes out tomorrow from Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, <laughs> so, you in that teaser, that two second or five second clip of the teaser trailer you can see like the the zombie dogs uh in it you see a one or two different zombies in it as well so we'll see a full trailer tomorrow um for the reboot of the resident evil movie or the game tv movie game thing whatever you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um we got we saw a a teaser trailer for the house of dragons spinoff from the game of thrones with matt smith and uh other people to watch that yeah it looks all right i mean it's very it's very game of throne ish uh hopefully we see a lot more dragons but if they do i don't i don't i would be surprised if we don't because they're expensive probably to put into a tv show Mm -hmm. um uh, we got legends of tomorrow getting a hundredth episode and you're confused by that well why well apparently (laughs) it is one of the better red ones of those shows but, really? Because I like I was watching it when it first came out. I watched I, the whole first season. I'm pretty sure I did see, and I think mm-hmm. I watched a little bit into season two. And I was just like, I'm done with this show. Like, so when these it, are all the side characters that I don't care about <laughs> from the Flash and Green Arrow, or just Arrow. Why? So when it gets more no. into it, like they get better characters because when they bring in, um, when they go back in time and stuff, obviously they do that the whole time. But then once they start yeah. building out, like they have a they they changed their cast a lot throughout the last five seasons. I haven't watched the last okay. two seasons, but well, apparently Captain Cold's returning for episode one hundred. Yeah, I don't really know how that's gonna happen, but um, but they've also but in the DC those TV shows they opened the multiverse a little bit too. So kind of and kind of they kind of ruined it and brought it together. It was a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so they have a lot more to work with, but it's very um. Uh, and I don't want to. It's this isn't a negative thing about it. It's very uh, LGBTQ, um, and in that kind of sense, written well like that. Sure. So it's really yep. got that audience. So a lot of the audience is going to draw to that, and that's very, it's very um, progressive. Is what I guess the better word is what I was trying to say, in a sense, for of all the other TV shows. So mm-hmm. um, it's got a lot more to it, and it's it's one of the one shows that can tie all the shows together. Like Supergirl's ending this mm-hmm. year, so. It's not a big deal for that. Um, right. Black Lightning is kind of doing well. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not the greatest show, but, you know, I haven't watched the last season. But uh, they brought it finally into the actual, that universe of theirs, because it was just a Netflix show mm-hmm. before. 
uh, the CW, yeah. but uh, now it's part of it. Um, they they didn't bring in Star Girl. Star Girls got actually into two seasons now, which is a different show, which is only online on CW. But like Joel McHale is hmm. on that show from Community. He's actually oh, gonna, he's going to become a regular on the next season. Um, he plays the original Star Hero before it becomes Star oh, Girl. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a staff. His power comes from a staff. So like Shazam kind of, but not really. Um, and yeah, so I can see how it made it that far. I can't see it being very much longer. I think a lot of those shows are mm-hmm. uh, are coming to an end. I, just, I, I didn't even know it was still going, to be honest. I'm, I'm curious how much longer Flash is going to be on the air. It sounds like so, Supergirl's done from Supergirl's what I understand. Supergirl's done this year, and Flash is supposed to be the next season, supposed to be the last one. Because mm. um, it's still doing well, because in Canada it's on Netflix only. Okay. So that's yeah. why it hits like uh, you can get the demographic well a lot better um, than it yep. being on TV. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of the stars are wanting to move on anyways. Um, mm-hmm. I think Grant Gunstinson would play him forever if he could. But uh, he also probably <laughs> he, wants. In my opinion, he should still have been the choice for the DCEU in my in my professional opinion i'm going to say we're professionals now um <laughs> but i think uh, he should have been the choice over i get Ezra it miller i get it but uh you know it's the same with like what they're doing is like you know they're building a different universe for those movies and if mm-hmm. you in the crossover in the last like two years ago when they did uh um crisis which is a big big storyline yeah. in the dc universe um they uh ezra miller's uh flash showed up on the flash tv show um mm-hmm. so which was a big coincidence and then um in the movie apparently grant gustin's gonna show up in the new flash movie as well so it comes both ways so you know um it's just a different flash right they're two different flashes two different yeah. uh versions of it you see that in the flash there's like four different flashes in that show alone um yeah anyways but yeah so that's uh, it's coming to it you, i'm sure tomorrow legends of tomorrow will die i think they're slowly pushing out those shows because the, the age of superhero TV shows are coming to an end. The one that apparently missed the mark, but everyone fucking loved, was uh, Swamp Thing. I haven't watched it, but apparently it was so good. But it was too horror-y. horror-y? horror It was too much like a <laughs> horror show. that So the CW didn't like it. Those damn horrors. Um, it actually wasn't on CW. CW eventually bought the rights to it, but it was on a different yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they didn't like it or something. I don't know. It was the guy who did like he does like James Wu or something. He does a lot of the horror things or whatever. Yeah, he did yeah. the show. So, um, but speaking of horror shows, it's not really a horror show. It's actually a psychological thriller that has a lot of death in it. Is Squid Game? We talked about it a little bit last week. Yeah, uh, it's just destroying yeah. Netflix and uh, all over the world. Steph, have you watched any of Squid Game? I have not. Sorry. Well, you should because you'd really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the apparently, like the uh, so it's dubbed in English and has got uh, subtitles. Apparently, it's two different things. I was watching it with both on, obviously, um, but they're two different. So this the subtitles are completely different from what's dubbed um, sometimes, and you're just like, I don't know which one I'm supposed to follow here because they say different words. Uh, so you're like, okay, um, they do tell the same story in the end, but it's just like. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I've been. Uh, I had a pretty good conversation with a few people on the weekend. Um, actually, at a wet, I was at a wedding this weekend, and I was talking to the table. There was a few people I didn't know, and they mentioned to me not to watch it in English. They said they started in English, 
then they switched to Korean with subtitles. Um, and I think that was part of my problem. I've, I haven't made it through the full first episode yet. Um, and I was struggling a little bit because I was finding the English dub to be really goofy. Um, and it just wasn't like, it can be a little bit. Yeah. Have the vibe that I was taking when I saw the trailer, which was fully like, in Korean with subtitles. So I was like, maybe so like, I, I am going to go back and restart it from the beginning and maybe try it with Korean um, voice acting uh, or the actual actor, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I still, I still think some of his, his facial some of the animations things were, yeah, are like, I agree with that a little, little bit, over the top. Yeah. I, like it is hard to, for like, they're, it would be hard to, for a translator to kind of like do it. But uh, yeah, it kind of, there are some things you're like, okay, that's, doesn't look like that's how he's saying it. So, but I like for me, I can mm-hmm. judge that and I can put it in together and stuff like that. Right. At least personally, yeah. I can. Um, at least I think I can. But it was a good. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. The only thing there was only one mm-hmm. thing that really bothered me in the whole thing. It was the last five seconds of the show, and uh, it's just I didn't like how that was written. But it's a reason they mm-hmm. write it the way it is is for a sequel. So, yeah, 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 and uh, or another yeah. season. Sorry. And it bothers. It sounds like it's definitely getting a sequel. Well, yeah. So season. apparently, it's so popular in Korea that a, one of their broadband like distributors is suing <laughs> Netflix. It's suing Netflix, yeah, um, yeah, because it was so popular. Um, yeah, they're just using too much of their their broadband, which is funny because like South Korea is known to have one of the most robust um, internet mm-hmm. infrastructures in the entire world. Uh, it's very renowned for it. And I, I just have to laugh because I'm I'm genuinely curious. Is part of that reason because they, they hold companies so strictly and sternly on like how they can utilize the broadband, you know, <laughs> like yeah, how yeah. much bandwidth they're allowed to use or stuff like that. Well, I'm really I know curious how much that plays into that. With the success of not just that, but like, I think, what was it? It was TikTok. So like in, in China or Japan, I can't remember which country it is. Uh, they yeah. put up time limit for kids that they can be on that uh, during the week so they can only have like an hour of tiktok a week and Mm -hmm. if not i don't know what happens but yeah and there's a curfew on gaming in china um yeah so different different parts of the world different cultures for sure um but specifically around around squid game yeah that i found that really interesting that you know they're they're suing uh, Netflix over this, yeah. uh, the amount of traffic they that won't was win. I don't going to the show. Um, um, something that made me laugh was the where. is the phone number. They're actually editing out a scene in the first mo- in the first episode uh, where the card that mm-hmm. he's given to contact the Squid Game um, that was a real phone number, and that person was getting thousands of calls, like just nonstop. I, for some reason, it, it's a thing when people see a real phone number in in a show or in a movie. Uh, those phone numbers get just h- hammered with traffic, um, which is why a lot it, of times in Hollywood, you? when you see a phone number, it, yeah, well, when know. you when you're in when you see yeah. a lot of movies from like a Hollywood studio, um, you might yeah, yeah. notice, you might not have noticed, but you you probably have noticed that yeah. they always start five five five. They're always five, 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 and then a random sequence of numbers after. See, so here's and that's the thing just with the de facto choice. When a movie like or a TV show like this or a movie, I would set up such a big like promo about it with the phone number in it. If there was happened, like you know what I mean? Like I would buy that number. And in some and that, that and has happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. So like, I just don't like. I honestly, I, mean, I don't think they were expecting Squid Game to blow up as big as it was, but. Um, yeah, but like after the success of uh, Alice in Wonderland from Korea, that came out two years ago or something like that, mm-hmm. or last year, 
it is very much a similar kind of style of the TV show, and it was successful. So I'm not surprised yep. Squid Game came out so well. Um, yep. But so yeah, so I've watched the whole series. It's really, uh, it's really great. It kind of hooks you in because it leaves you in cliffhanger episodes, as always, and you want to know what happens next. And <laughs> so, Steph, you'll really yep. like it, I think. Um, speaking of another show that Steph would probably really like and haven't watched it, um, it's called uh, Midnight Mass. It's on Netflix. Mm, I haven't I've watched seen, it. I've, seen I've heard scenes. good things uh, about this. Jamie has yeah. been watching it. Nice. Yeah, I'm really um, excited. It, it to has check a bit of a sci-fi out. element to it, which which I wasn't expecting when I was kind of because I was just coming and going as I was as she was watching and I was seeing scenes here, scenes there, and I was like, all right, it seems like a somewhat religious show at times, and mm-hmm. uh, and then you find out that there's there's a, a more yeah, um, it's, it's fantasy. A, it's written by or created by the guys who do the the haunting on whatever hill that it's called. Hill House. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Notting Notting Hill. No, that's not haunting. Yeah. Hill. Whatever. Steph. Something that haunting. Steph's watched. I know she's watched. <laughs> haunting of something hill. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I think I'm gonna watch that probably next time in the next week or so. And I know something Steph should watch because I think she'd really like it. Um. When she can chime in, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, that's very, I am like chiming in. It's just like it. a million years later. Um, yes, no, I'm really excited <laughs> to watch Midnight Mass. Yeah, we'll uh, get coworker there. had recommended it to me, and uh, yeah, it looks really cool. Apparently, I had already started it on Netflix, but like for about five minutes, and then I must have, I don't know not been in the mood or something, but I am excited to check it out and I will let you guys know. Totally. Totally. I think we all little froze there. It was weird. Um, so I don't know if, if the recording caught it. I don't think it did, but um, yeah, we all kind of little froze there there. So that's weird. Like joys of the internet. Um, moving on to the movies of the world. We watch any movies this yeah. week, boys and girls? I know I did, but I mean, uh, the rest of you. I actually, so when we were putting together the the notes for today's podcast, uh, I was like, I don't think I've watched any movies recently. And then I saw <laughs> one that Alex put down. I'm like, oh, I did watch that movie. So I got stuff to talk about. But uh, um, I do want to call out Netflix is releasing 28 holiday movies between oh, November gross. and Christmas, which is just... Ew. Look forward to that, everybody. Steph, but I feel like you're going to watch at least 10 of them. Because they're, they're, you're going to be <laughs> I will silly, watch all romant- of them. <laughs> com- romantic comedies, and then you're going to watch them. So, Yeah, you're right. I'll probably watch all of them, whatever. Uh, I'm st- I still think they're gross. <laughs> That's fair. I won't watch one, probably. So Matt will watch at least three. So, I think so. Anyway, it will work out. It will work out. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of which, a uh, movie that I did watch and that I think Alex must have also watched because I'm assuming he put this in the agenda for today, uh, The Guilty. Yes, 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 with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, 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 Steph, yes. do you know what Jake this one's Gyllenhaal. about? Absolutely not. Okay, well, I'll take, tell you. Take a guess. Um, or you could tell, yeah, take a guess. Take a, take a guess. Oh my god, yes. no. I have no idea. I don't even remember well, what you called it. The it's, guilty? It's called the guilty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um... 
That was a good guess. That was a good guess. It is basically like that. It's a whole bunch of uh, it's a whole bunch yes. of nothing, um, literally. Mostly because there's only you only see one actor. Well, you see a couple, yep. but you see only well, one. You see a handful. You only see one room, like one building, shall we say? Um, it, and it stays in the same setting the whole the whole yeah. movie, right? So Jake, like it so moves Jake's, between like two rooms in a hallway, basically. Yeah. So Jake Gyllenhaal, 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 y'all, Gyllenhaal, um, y'all. His character. Oh man, somebody's echoing real hard right now. Um, that's okay. Um, it might have been me. I don't know. Anyways, it's gone. I now, also so. heard that. Um, but. Uh, Anyways, back to the point. So Jake Gyllenhaal's character, he's a he's a 911 caller, which I find is ridiculous in the States right now. Um, if this is how it is, it's so ridiculous. And I've seen other like like TikTok videos of like 911 calls and like they don't even like the 911 call is literally just to call for like it's like a uh what is it? It's, it's like, like an operator. Yeah, basically. And that's so like weak. You think it just that, redirects you to the which, right service. Which is so dumb. You think you'd be like it would be able to like in Canada dispatch to any situation you need, right? Um yeah. anyways. Yeah, they so, just connect to the dispatch. Yeah, so he's a nine one one call in and uh eventually he gets a phone call from a girl who's been kidnapped. So we find out. And um and then the story goes on. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Um, but it gets into some like really crazy twisted turns with some voice, and it's all you do from the other characters in the story are voices for the most part. So you only hear yep. the voice of a, a girl, the girl who got kidnapped, uh, the kids that are in the story, or the kid for the most part, and then you hear the story of the kidnapper, uh, his friend, yeah, uh, another police officer who is actually voiced by Bill Burr, which is hilarious. No, um, yeah, no, so Bill Burr voices a guy who owns a nightclub that calls him at one point. Um, oh, is that Ethan yeah, Hawk yeah, is the yeah. other is the yeah. cop that he calls that uh, his his sergeant his old sergeant. Um, yep. And then you got Peter Sasgard playing one of the voices, and I'm not really sure mm-hmm. who the girl was. Uh, she wasn't uh, a bigger name at, yet. She might be later on in life. I don't know. Anyways, it goes down a lot of twists and turns, um, and you find out a little bit more about his character through these voice calls, um, and why he's so irrational and so angry and all that and all that um so what did we think matt what did, what was what would you think of this movie yeah i mean like i think jake gyllenhaal did a really good job with his character um you know it, it is one of those movies that is incredibly difficult to do when you are on screen from the moment the movie begins the moment the movie ends it's you. You have to carry that film. And I think he did a pretty good job in a movie that was just okay. Um, I think, you know, there were times when the story felt uh, fell a little flat. There was times when, you know, as a, a viewer, you know, I was maybe hoping or expecting for a little bit more in some ways and a little bit less in other ways that they delivered. But I think overall, he did a pretty damn good job that kept it compelling enough um to get through the whole through the whole story um he's not particularly a likable character which is i think also an important distinction it's that it's not like he's just playing this likable character so it's like oh it's easy to watch this character like there's times when you're like not really a fan of his right you're 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 kind of like oh man this guy's a dick like you know i want to see like what he's kind of gotten himself into what's this side story that's going on about him even though that they never really fully divulge 
Well, I mean, they do divulge enough, I guess. Um, but I just wanted more, I guess. Yeah. So, okay movie. Pretty good performance. Um, that's my take. It's a good thing it's on Netflix, you... as I would have hated that I would have paid for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was okay. I mean, I watched the whole thing. I didn't hate it. So, I mean, I'm not a... Some things... I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is the same in almost every movie he does, with a twist. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just a little bit more anger, or a little less anger. Or, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at this movie and then you look at uh, the one where he deals with missing children again as well. Oh, what's that one called? Prisoners? Yeah. It, it seems that very similar. awesome. They feel like the same character. They seem very... Same way oh, as portrayed. No. They're not the Go same character. Go back and watch that movie again, because he's a very different character. I disagree. I know that movie very well. And I feel like... Yes, he's a little bit more shut in uh, in Prisoners, but I feel mm-hmm. like the way he portrayed, I don't know, I feel like they were very similar. Maybe I just can't disassociate Jake Gyllenhaal from anything, but he's just very mm-hmm. similar in those two movies to me. I'm not saying the way the I movies mean, are cop. written, the movies are written are completely yeah. different, right? Like yeah. if you look at the writing of the two movies, completely different movies, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the characters mm-hmm. are written differently, but the way he portrays them is what I'm saying. Like I like you could have the same like you can look at like some movies that are fantastic and then some that are shitty played by the same actor. Like you look at N- Nicolas Cage, it's like he has some really really shitty movies. But you know, once but in a while, every character is a Nick Cage character. Exactly. But once day. in a while, you look at and Face I, Off, yeah. which is one of the greatest like action mm. films of all time, considerably. It was fantastic in it, right? So you have to. That's what my yeah. theory on that. Yeah, I, think yeah Jake, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Jake Gyllenhaal, he has this like this kind of vibe and feel yeah. to all of his characters, right? It's the same thing with like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. right? Like he's kind of stuck in that same like, oh, it's it, you're going to get a JGL performance. Yeah, there's like, like a, there, there a is a Wahlberg. typecasting. He's always to a lot the same guys, character, yeah. right? I, I don't think I think Jake Gyllenhaal has a bit more range than some of these guys, but I do. Um, I do, I do agree with you mm-hmm. on that. Like, like if you look at those, it can all those be names easy to get lost in him just being him. Yeah, if yeah. you look at all those names we mentioned, only one of them is a won an Oscar, and surprisingly, yeah. it was Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, he's been in enough films. Yeah, you yeah. hope eventually Nick, he. Got well, he recently <laughs> has said that he's never going to retire. So, um, yeah, because he said, "Why not? Why would I retire?" <laughs> yeah, um, must be nice to care about your job that much. Yeah, exactly. Especially the well, he's <laughs> he's done some crazy things in his life. Yeah. Um, apparently, he released a movie last earlier this year called Pig, and apparently, it's like fantastic. I have not yet to watch it, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's my take on uh, Guilty, and I would give it a good seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's actually right bad. there with you. I'm going to go with this amateur number of seven. Exactly. Why it's not, not good enough up? to get anything better for me, but it's not too <laughs> shitty enough to be no, like, not to give it's it a, a movie, score. Like, if, if you are not like somebody who like just can't watch a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, and I'm sure there's those of you out there because I'm, a, I'm a, the type of person that can't watch Jason Momoa movie. I just think he's awful. Um, well, have fun in two weeks. Dune. Get ready for <laughs> two weeks. Anyways, go on. What's in two weeks? Dune. I thought it came out yesterday, uh, last week. No, it comes out on the 22nd. Really? Pretty sure. If it came out this week, we would have seen it this week. I, I wanted to go see it. This week is... Oh, uh, yeah, it is the 21st. I don't think there's anything coming out this week, and then, like, anything good. Next week is Bond, and then the week after that hmm. is Dune. No, you're right, you're right. 
Well, then I have a bone to pick with my partner because she put it in the calendar that it was last week. <laughs> it might have been supposed to be last week. They could have moved it, but it's the 22nd. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It, it is. Um, anyways. Yeah. So then this week, this last week, we saw, I saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And let me and say. how terrific So this was is where I was going to back earlier if you were listening earlier or if you're only coming in now. Hey, good for you. Um we talked about IGN, IGN giving it a, a great score for Metro Prime, whatever it's called. Um, Dread. And so they gave Venom a seven. All right. And here's why I think that's stupid. Because this movie was fucking <laughs> garbage. Um, if you're a fan of the first one, cool. Like, I like the first one. The first one was good. It wasn't great. You know, it was a nice, it was a different, it, it was a great to see a different iteration of Venom since the last one we saw with uh, Topher Grace, uh, which I still respect Sammy's, uh, Sammy Ram- Sam Ramy's choice for that, because I get what he was trying to do. It just came off really badly. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, oh my fuck, They're, this movie, man, this movie. Okay, so it was just not funny. When it was trying to be funny, I thought it was just ridiculous. Like the scene when Venom's in the club, I was just like, what? And then um, the right, like, the only thing that really supported this movie was Woody Harrelson. And even so, they don't really give him a lot and like to work with because they kind of just rush through this character in 90 minutes. And they don't let you see Venom as much as a character. So you see him. So you see Woody Harrison who has to carry, um, carry the load. You do see Venom and Venom does talk once or twice, but it's just like, fuck, it's just, it seems so lazy, but from something from Andy Serkis too. And that makes me very nervous about the Batman then, because he's come out and said that the Batman's fucking extraordinary and it's going to be the best one yet. And I'm like, you directed Venom. So I'm fucking, nervous as fuck about the batman right now um yeah the so, venom movies have been like pretty I would, awful like, like the first one was okay you know like it wasn't fantastic the writing was garbage still in that one um tom hardy was a waste of fucking talent uh michelle <laughs> michelle williams is a waste of fucking talent there those two are very good at what mm. they do and they chose this shitty movie just to make money um especially the second one like this one was and woody mm. harrelson like just a waste of talent. Like, oh my god. Um, and it was just like it's just like a buddy cop movie that just fucking failed miserably. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. That's actually a really good um, description. And of it's worse that in this one movie. It's it's a buddy cop, and it's so much worse in this one. The only thing that saved this movie, and it was apparently written right before it came out, was the end credit scene. So, hmm. I wouldn't pay to go see this movie again. That's for sure. I definitely say wait until it comes out on Netflix and then goes to Disney Plus eventually, which it will, because <laughs> um, of Sony's deal. Because uh, I think it has six movies. Six, I remember the Sony deal was six months from theater to Netflix, and then six months from Netflix to Disney Plus. I think that was the deal. Um, so, oh my God, this yeah. So that's why like it's you like, can definitely wait a year to see it. Yes, sure. absolutely. The only thing is, if you want to be interesting, I would say see the end credit scene. Look up the end credit scene before we see before we, the next big couple Marvel movies. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Um, you almost said Spider Man, and that tells me that there's a Tom Holland connection. I didn't say shit. Okay. I didn't say shit. I haven't seen it. But I'm just saying. Look it up. I feel like I was able to look pull it up. It it's all there. over Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. It's all over. It might be all over Twitter, but it's all over TikTok. It's all over uh, the YouTube's. I'm sure you can find it. Um, it just it's it's the big lead up to something. So, and that was the only saving grace for me. Um. I don't know. I think Willie Harrison did his best that he could with what he was given. Yeah, that stuff. okay, that's um, fair. Just some of the comedy stuff, like uh, it's just it was just so uh, bleh. So my number, this is why I was like AGN gave it a seven. I'm so like very utterly confused when I've seen them give twos to movies before. So um, I would definitely give this one a four point seven. Oh so, my! Okay, like, okay, okay. For a sequel, that is always a sequel. Always, never, generally, never be better than the first one. Usually, sure. usually, is very rare mm. that a, sec- a sequel is better than the second one. Arguably, amazing. Uh, arguably, Spider-Man Two is better than the first one. Arguably, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, not this one. No, this was a big failure. This was. A, I, I don't know how. I do know how. Obviously, everyone loves a good Venom, and everyone wants a good Venom. That's why I broke. At the records, it hit ninety million on the first weekend. Um, this is no Shang Chi, that's for sure. I don't know how it beat Shang Chi's record, but um, I guess more people want more white people want to see more white people on TV um, or on screen, I guess. But uh, yeah, let me know. Let yeah. us know what you guys thought of this movie. Have you seen it this yeah. weekend, or uh, have you seen it recently on the cheap night? I suggest going on a cheap night to go see this, um, <laughs> if at all. Again, waste of talent. Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams, a fucking Oscar winner for fuck's sakes. So he's Woody Harrelson. Yeah, sh- he's they. Yeah, like yeah, they're waste both of awesome. Um, uh, but uh, you know what? It is what it is. I don't see another one coming. <laughs> I don't see another Venom movie coming. Um, I can see a Sinister Six movie down the road, as they've already said they're going to try to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully. Tom Holland pick like somebody else writes it and uh Tom Holland can repraise himself for that. Yeah. Not Tom Holland. Tom uh fuck Hardy. They're all fucking Tom's. Hardy. There's too many of them. Um <laughs> Hanks, Williams, uh, Chris. Chris what? Tom Chris. <laughs> Tom, Tom Chris. Chris. Oh, That's a new one. There's a lot of Chris's out there too, yes. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> So if you're excited about it, I'm sorry that I gave you that impression. But I mean, I also, <laughs> you, uh, you don't have to take my word for it. I'm just a reviewer. So it's up to you to make your decision on what you want to watch. Because look at Rotten Tomatoes score. What is it? Um, I'm sure it's got a good score for some reason. Really? It sucks because it looked so cool. Like, I I didn't see the first uh, one. I I don't know. I don't really on care. Netflix, about- you didn't see it any of them but um yeah i don't know the the trailer looked cool i actually thought the club scene if it's the same one that i'm thinking of that you hated so much it seemed cool in the in the trailer so what here's my thing about it so first so of all disappointing first, well i'll get back to that in two seconds Rotten tomatoes gave a 59 percent. i don't know if that's the uh the guess so that's the the audience score 
No, that's the tomato meter. So the audience score is 85%. So everyone is watching this movie. Tomato meter. It's kind of crazy. Um, That was the same as the first Venom, though. The audience score was terrific on it, which really makes you wonder who's going to see this movie. Yeah, exactly. So from an action point of view, it still kind of sucks. But I can see how people were engaged about it because you have a beloved character Mm -hmm. like Venom. He, He looks very good. Like, don't get me wrong. Venom looks like Venom in this movie, in these movies. And so does Carnage. Carnage looks like Carnage. They look like they're supposed to. Um. But back to what the Steph was saying, the, the the that scene, they tried to in this movie give him um a character of his own. Like give him his own thing. Right. And it just it's supposed to build into something later in the film, which makes sense when you look at it, because he's a symbiote, and if you know anything about symbiotes, they have to attach to a host. Um but I won't say any more about that. But if, <laughs> without ruining the film but right that scene was just like fuck like why it was so i understand what they were going for and to try to build that second part of the story and i was just like god damn it it is so stupid he's a child they made venom a child basically or a teenager mm. and it was just like so maybe in the in context it was less cool than it seemed yes. at, well, at like, first in the trailer yeah, yeah okay because venom is like he's a He's from light years and light years years from this planet. Yeah, he has sure. knowledge of eighteen thousand million light years. What he he says it in the movie. He has all this knowledge, but he's acting like a fucking teenager. So it's just like this all being character should be is is acting like an idiot for no reason. And yes, yeah. in the first one, he does say like he's a loser on his planet, like like Eddie Brock. But that's that's not that's not cool. Even still, yeah, yeah. But that's my thing about Venom. Um, like I always say, go watch it yourself and make your own decision. But uh, let I also us say know. Don't pay for it. Exactly. <laughs> let us know a if you exactly. Paid I know Matt for was it. like there. I know Matt was making plans and to go see it. I'm sure sometime soon. And I'm like, now he's not. Now he's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your immediate responses after Sorry, you Steph, guys you and Dave went to see it. Um, no, I was just saying. Let us know what everyone else feels about it. If they paid to see it, and if they. Uh, thought that it was a good idea to pay to see it or if they wish they had waited. I'm going to wait one year till I can see it or six months till it's on Netflix or whatever the case is because um, I don't care that much about it. But um, I'm interested to see what our listeners think um, and if they regret paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Let us know and uh, and uh, yeah, go check out the the end credit scene if you're not planning to see it in the next month or so. That's all I suggest. Okay, um, well I'll make a point to do that. I like that. And uh, yeah, I mean in context it might not make sense, but the end point of it will make sense. Um, but yeah, so that's Venom. That's my our review. My review. Um, probably the mm-hmm. only review you get from us. So uh, <laughs> until yeah. later in the time when they don't have to pay for it. <laughs> um, hey, Matt could surprise me. Steph could surprise me. You never know. You never know. Um, anything else in the movie world, boys and girls? I think um, that that 007 movie that we've been talking about since this podcast Ooh, started is finally expected to drop next week. Finally has week, a release 15th, date, yeah. I think. The 15th, yeah. yeah. Yep, they're they're gonna finally do it. Um, 
I've heard early reception is mixed already. It, it doesn't sound like it's going to be, you know, the best send off. Which is so. Uh, yeah, I've heard the same thing, and I think it's a lot of Daniel Craig fans loving it because they're loving Daniel Craig. Mm. But then there's people who are just movie goers and are like, yeah, which is a and, shame. And, it is a shame because um, um, the the woman who wrote it, it has written some really fantastic stuff and has mm. won a lot of rewards for it. Uh, so, um, well, there's there's a few things that I've read um, on it, and one of them most recently was that due to some character rights with Bond, the big story that they had planned for Daniel Craig's Bond got kind of kiboshed. Mm. Um, so having to change up their plans and their scripts and whatnot to accommodate this character rights issue Mm. um, certainly can disrupt, you know, best laid plans. Yeah. So after Spectre, I was just reading it. After Spectre, um, Sony lost its contract for, um, so that MGM kind of gave it to somebody else and it kind of fell apart. And then Universal got his hands on it. And then Danny Boyle, And then John Hodge got it, got involved, and then they dropped out. So then um, Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge kind of came in and wrote about more about <laughs> it, and it was a big mess apparently. And then it got delayed after yes. delayed after delayed. It's a whole thing. So so, so there's that, um, you know, and even like the the history of the Craig Bonds, like, and I truly believe, in my opinion, he's been a terrific Bond, like as the character Bond. I think he's been fantastic. Um, but like his movies have been hit and miss, right? Like Casino Royale, really great start. Quantum of Solace, awful. Um, it was just about Skyfall, <laughs> horrific movie. Spectre, awful. <laughs> so it was like I, Spectre. I was... The story was awful. The character, the villain was great. I think he portrayed him really well. I think it was just, but it, it, it like it. There was nothing earned with that character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they well, just like uh, it, it felt very like penciled in after the fact. It's like, oh, we're gonna connect everything with this character. It's like, but there was nothing to indicate that throughout the previous films. It just just mm-hmm. it sounds like somebody later on was like, you know, it'd be a cool idea if all of oh, this I'm was thinking actually of, I'm connected not thinking by this one character. I'm thinking of um, Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall was terrific. Skyfall, Skyfall was though Javier Bardem, right? Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I think. Is his villain was great. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, fuck. Mickelson? No. Rami Malek? No, that's the new one. Um, yeah. The guy. Fuck. What is he from? Uh, from Spectre? Yeah. He was replaying an old uh, old character. Because he plays the Chris guy. With, yeah, he plays the guy with the cat from the old ones. Um, yes, and uh, yeah, his his villain was like eh, because it was more about the girl, and Sucked. and, the, and yeah. like not that there's anything wrong with, but they should have made her the villain then, or something. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. Um, yep. And it didn't make sense to have this villain and her at the same time. So agreed to conf- yep. to conflict with James Bond's story, and uh, but then mm-hmm. she plays apparently more of a story in this next one as well. So and so does he. So from the trailers I've seen, so. But then yeah, we got Robbie yeah. Malik, so we're gonna see how that plays out too. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, I in my in my uh, in my technically it's called a den, but it's technically we use it as a dining room, but it's not a dining room now. I use it as a recording studio. Um, has the James Bond memorial thing on the wall, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, uh, it's a super cool hang- wall hanging. Thing, no Daniel yeah. Craig though. No Daniel Craig. 
No, recent. no. It's old. It's very old. But uh, <laughs> um, Pierce Brosnan's still my Bond, though, so deal with it. I think I've seen. I think I've seen one James Bond movie, so I don't have Which a lot one? to say. I have no idea. I was Pierce Brosnan. Was he only in one? Oh, okay, okay. That's probably Golden. No, he had might could have been. He yeah. could have yeah. been Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not mm-hmm. Enough. The World Is Not yeah. Enough was no fucking idea. garbage, but Goldeneye. Yeah, it was probably Goldeneye. I feel like that's that was our generation just based like, on our first Bond, yeah, just, right? So exactly, yes. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you. I think that will be this week's podcast. Unless anything has anything, last comments, questions, concerns, um, doting antidotes. I don't know if those words work together, but. You know, here we are. <laughs> uh, um, they do. They do. It works out. It works out. So, yeah. So, this week, I don't think there's much coming out this week, but we'll get another, uh, you know, review for the season finale of Ted Lasso. Um, yeah. We'll try oh to get these gosh, two guys so caught up at only murderers in the building. Um, I will be caught up very soon. By this weekend, I'll be caught up. Promise. Fair enough. Fair enough. Everyone should be checking out Survivor this season. It's pretty fun. Um, heck yeah get a win um, yeah yep 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 yep. okay then well until next time Alrighty. ladies and gentlemen Brady <laughs> leave us a comments questions and concerns in our comment section let us know what you're thinking what you're hearing you know have a good one all that stuff bye-bye. oh my god okay bye uh, bye 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 now bye Ciao for now bye Bye. So long, farewell, Alveda, and good night. <laughs>